Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Book Boys Ooh. podcast. It feels good. It feels it good. It feels good. We're back. Not exactly regularly scheduled yet, but we're working on it. You know? Yeah, we I think we're, we're getting more consistent now. We're getting yeah. back on, back on yeah, track. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, this is, I don't know when the last one was recorded, but... I think two weeks ago. Yeah, something along those lines. Anyways, um, this week we are looking at short stories once again by Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, I assume some of you will know him. He's uh, he's well, he's relatively popular. Not alive anymore, but still relatively popular in the world of literature. Yeah, it's quite, I knew his name, but I'd never actually yes. read one of his stories. Uh, me too. Um, me neither, then. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but didn't he write... Uh, what was that book? with The one with the insect? Where the guy wakes up and he's an insect? No, that's Kafka. Oh, Franz Kafka, that's right. I keep getting them confused. I don't anyway. remember. What's the famous novel by Edgar Allan, Edgar Allan Poe? Yeah, it does exist. I bet if we search it up, we find yeah. a good one straight away. This is all very relevant, of course. We really have done our research here. Yeah, we, I was going to, and then I didn't, you know. What is the most famous poem, you know? Raven. Okay, never heard of that. Um, okay, I'll search up books. Mystery, particularly here's still the mystery... McCabe. The Raven, the Black Cat. I've actually never seen... The Cask of Amontillado. I had to read that for my course. Oh, for, my for your course? course? Yeah. Did you like it? Uh, no. <laughs> <Not really. laughs> and then you were like, let's read some short stories. Yeah. <laughs> that, that short, the Cask of Amontillado is actually in this, the bundle of short stories we'll be discussing uh, today. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't know okay. any of his books. I no. just know his name. Well. Oh, I do have one of his books with a bunch of... Oh, maybe I should just read that book. Okay, anyways. Um, the two stories that we'll be talking about today are The Mask of the Red Death and The Story of William Wilson, which yeah. are two short stories. Um, yeah, you can read them pretty quick if you want to just pause the podcast and yeah. search them up. You know, It yeah. takes like 15 minutes to read the first one and maybe th- 30 minutes to read the second. But if you don't, you know, we can give you a short and concise summary of yeah. the events that happen in this I, short story. I have been thinking maybe if we, like, for example, The Mask of the Red Death. Yeah. If it's that short, wouldn't it be interesting if we maybe read it out and then discussed it because I mean people for people it's not like they're hearing it again it's just it's like an audiobook and then a discussion afterwards I'm not saying we should do that now I'm just saying that yeah could it, be an interesting maybe if we find an even shorter story like the one by Kafka that we read that we could read out the, because this what is, is that called the gatekeeper or something like that yeah yeah no, I think it's called the gatekeeper but yeah, yeah, I feel in a good mood to talk about books right now. You know, Me it's too, raining yeah. outside. We have a good view of the balcony. It's yeah. it's a good time. We're right? in a really ugly living room. Yeah, <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. It's not that ugly. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get into. It's a fully furnished living room. <laughs> I wish you could all see what kind of room we're sitting in. Okay, the Mask of the Red Death. All right. So, you give me your give me your thoughts. So, just go ahead. You know. I thought it was very. Um, interesting to read mm-hmm. in the way that it's such a short story but it manages to make me feel like I've read a full story okay like I I immediately got a sense of the word of the world that um, he put the characters in and stuff like that um, I also like the illustrations that were included in yeah. this uh, edition this PDF version me too because they really they're kind of vague but they really add to the story I feel like. yeah um, yeah, so in a short um, summary, the, the story is about this kingdom in which um, this sickness called the Red Death happens, and many people start dying. They die within, I think, half an hour is what they say. Yeah, and they, they get start like, bleeding. blood pouring out of their face, and, and people don't want to help them, people don't want to touch them, and then they just die exactly. within half an hour. And the king, or I think, the, was it yeah, the, king? the king? Yeah, the king of, the, of this kingdom uh, decides to put... A, 
I wouldn't say a few, but like a, a thousand. Th- a thousand, yeah. A thousand um, aristocrats, I guess, into this. Where do, you, where do you get that from? I don't know, they're rich people, right? No, you just said a, a thousand of his friends. Oh, his friends. Well, then they're, they're aristocrats, okay. you know what I'm saying? He's not going to be friends with, like, the fucking peasant yeah, team. Yeah, they're, they're already dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic rich people. Um, and so he puts them in this palace and he closes the doors and nobody's allowed to go in and they just dance and party all the yeah. time. And one day, this man with a red mask joins into a party, mm-hmm. and um, he kills the king with his sickness. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of—he's not a real person. He's the—he's the physical embodiment of the sickness of the red death. Yeah, yeah. of the red death. And um, this king kind of—he's called Prospero. I yeah, know. that's right. Prospero takes—I mean, it makes sense when you're reading it. Like, it—it it, it sounds like it's the right thing to do, but. In reality, he's just kind of creating the sanctuary and leaving the rest of his people to die. Yeah, know? he's 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 being shutting them out. Yeah. yeah. So I think that what eventually happens to him and all the people who who have joined ranks with him is is I, I don't know if I'd use the word karma, but it's you know, yeah, it seems like a fair ending. In my opinion, the whole moral of the story was that uh, essentially, if you choose to shut yourself off from your problems, it catches up with you at once. Right. Yeah. You know? And in this case, so they say that he like burns, he, he, he melts the metal of the gates so that they melt together and, right. and they yeah. won't be open. That is, it shows to what extent he's prepared to like hide away in his, in his little dreamland yeah. to escape the problems instead of helping his people. And he, and he has complete disregard for, for all, this, all these deaths and, exactly. all this, and just what has happened to his people. And I, was, um, I thought the description of the Red Death was very uh, like graphic and well done. Yeah. He says... Um, it's such a short story. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, wow, you know, it stays yeah. in your mind. So it's the Red Death. He says like, oh, a man with a red mask. And then they realize that the, it isn't a mask. The guy's just bleeding from his face. But it's not a guy, though. Well, it, they think it's a guy or they say... They think it's a guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and they, he looks like someone who, who has the symptoms of that sickness. Exactly. Yeah. And, then, and then the king gets mad that somebody let him in. And yeah. so he runs after him, and then he touches him and dies. Yeah, but nobody wants to. Nobody because first Prospero is like, get this man out of here. Yeah, and nobody touches him because all the people at the party are kind of like, what's going on? They're yeah. not really sure. But then nobody wants to touch him. Yeah, exactly. I the one thing that I didn't get was the 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 rooms like each the different room, colors. I think there were like eight or nine rooms. Yeah, and each room had a color except, yeah. and the last one I think was red colored. And no, it was a black, and then it had then a red, red window. Yeah, red. So this red light shone. And that's where the, this eventual death of, of Prospero and yeah. the rest of the people happened. Yeah, it says the, um, the yeah in this room the color of the windows was not the same. It was red, a deep blood color. Yeah. So immediately you're like, whoa, you know what's going on in this room? I th- and <laughs> and the dancers are like, let's not go in there because yeah. they're scared. I think there's just a he's kind of very literally just using colors for symbolism, which is such a ba- it's such a basic form of symbolism. Yeah. But to, to kind of go out there and, and use that and just be like, yes, I'm using this as a literary technique. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm going to stick with it and it does have some meaning. Yeah. And maybe also, he, I mean, this is quite an old book, so maybe he was one of the people who kind of uh, started off it. Yeah, yeah. used the, the color as a for sure as a message sent. But I mean, the, the black room certainly has, has some meaning with the red windows and all, but there's like, sure. there's blue, violet, green. Yeah. What, why do you, what, what do those stand for? Maybe it represents like the different shades of people or how, Can how be, yeah. like, since they're in this kind of world of color, you know, maybe it's how, um, how different they are or how unconscious they are of the outside world, maybe. Okay. 
But um, maybe he, or it's all like artificially created environments. Maybe yeah. And this whole thing is an artificially created environment. Yeah, and and you don't know what's outside. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely thought it was very. Uh, I mean, it's it's quite a simple story in the way that the message communicated is like, yeah. don't shut yourself off, you know. Yeah. And uh, if you're a king, look after your people. Yeah. In the sense. But I thought it was I mean, very well if done. If you're a king, this relates to those specific people. It's like that one king redid it. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my I'm gonna God. learn from yeah. this. Um, yeah, maybe we should move on to the second story because it's yeah. a little longer. Yeah, I, but I just wanted to like here's that illustration. I oh mean, yeah, you guys there are two illustrations serious. in the story. So yeah. one of yeah, the first that's one where is where you actually see the red death. Yeah, exactly. The first one is dancers. Um, I this think is it's at, when, this is probably at the party. Yeah, and they're kind. They seem scared of something, and their the shadow behind them yeah. indicates that the light is coming to them. Yeah. So I'm not sure what it is. And the second one, yeah, you see the red death towering over like a bunch yeah. of. Dead. It, it is a black and white picture, but it's it's like there's a lot of just. The, the darker part of the picture yeah. surrounds this Black Death oh, character. There was also the clock, which played a very important That's role. That's right. Yeah. Um, every so often, when they would, this is a dance party with masks, and every so often the clock would ring, yeah. and everybody would stop and be like, "What's going on? Why is this clock so loud?" What is it called? The Doomsday Clock and Watchmen? Yeah, ooh, yeah. that's very good, yeah. Where they kind of, there's Every, just a significance attached to each, each sure. hour. Yeah, and, and this is probably like, they shut themselves off from, their, the, he shut off from his problems, and I say, like, time, as time goes by, the the chances of the problems catching up with him accelerates even more. Yeah, so and each time 12 the, o'clock is, is, when, is when the red death appears, yeah. so you don't wait too long, basically, is what it's yeah. saying. Um, yeah, and every time it rings, they say the dancers all stop yeah, they and stop, look around. The music they're like, stops. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, I think that doesn't seem like a cool party. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like you're chilling with your friends, <laughs> yeah. and it's like this fucking loud bell happening in the background. Yeah, you're like, all just stop doing what we're doing. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think we've covered it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of symbolism, a um, lot of imagery. Yeah, for sure. And uh, a pretty, a pretty clear moral, but mm. but still an in- enjoyable little read. It it took me like two like five or six minutes to read this I'd say mm, yeah it's quite it's a nice little tale it's a fun time yeah so the second story is divided to I think four, four parts yeah, four yeah. Parts. and it's called the story of William Wilson yes indeed Ooh. do you wanna yeah um, so this is kind of an odd one and with with each each part the the last part of the previous part is re- repeated yeah. to kind of get this continuity going but it's yeah. such a short story that maybe it's kind it was, of odd to use this part structure maybe it was published like in each part maybe in a like a magazine yeah, or something I'm, I don't know oh There's, and that's why it would make sense to remind to the remind audience, the audience kind of happened. like in 4321 yeah. where at the beginning of each chapter he'll bring back what happened yeah because it's yeah. 4321 is just such a long book that yeah. they have to remind um, I don't know or maybe he just you know it's his style of writing yeah, and he wants us to know um, yeah so it's a story about William Wilson, and it's it's this guy. He he really doesn't like his name, and I mean, I yeah. guess that's kind of key to the story. But he he goes to to I think it's three different schools, and then the la- and those are all different. Like part one, two, and three are three different schools, and then the last part is I think him later in life. Yeah. But basically, at at each one of these schools, the first one he meets this other boy, who's also called William Wilson, who looks like him, who who acts who, like who kind him. of. Who kind of aims to do everything in the same way? Yeah, he's like he a, a shy version of him. Yeah. Because he says he's the same. The only difference is yeah. that he has a low, soft voice. That's yeah. And that's what. And he says, you know, and nobody notices it, but he has this sort of 
competition going on with this kid yeah. because he's quite cool. I mean, he's quite cool. He's, he's quite popular. He says he commands. Yeah. I mean, he says he's like in charge. Immediately, he's, he's like, I'm, I'm the leader of the school. And then the only person who like stood up to him was this other William Wilson who was born on the but same he, day. He didn't really stand up to him. It's more that the first William Wilson kind of says, I could feel that this was the only guy who didn't just lay down in yeah. front of me and do whatever I told him. Exactly. And um, yeah, and he says his only weakness apart... Uh, apart from like the same ones as me, was that yeah. he was uh, a shy and, and he spoke less loudly, so he'd often use that against this kid. Yeah, that was kind of the only thing he did. And it's, <coughs> I mean, he says that, in, like if they'd met in under different circumstances, they probably would have been friends because they're almost the same person. For sure. But because of this scenario that they're in, he kind of, he kind of aims to bring him down and he doesn't like it that someone has the same name as him. He doesn't like it that people confuse them and, and he even says that like he was upset that he had the same name because he hated it so much that he'd have to hear it twice yeah. a day now. And they were born the same day and they joined born the school the same, the same day. Yeah. Which seems quite weird at, at that point. When yeah. he says when he starts saying all these things, I'm like, ooh, you know, what's going on yeah. here? Yeah. And then I mean just to kind of connect what my th- my general thought on this whole story was, I think that um I mean obviously it's a piece of fiction, so any, anything can kind of Easy. be done. Yeah. But I think that this is a sort of um, alter ego yeah, version of himself for which sure. is I guess kind of the good the good part the good version of himself yeah. it's very much that angel devil type kind of, of thing and he's dichotomy. the devil in yeah. this case which I thought was a very interesting usually they're like the alter ego is kind of the bad guy yeah, who's like right. do this do this and you know like in uh, I don't know if you've seen Fight Club I have not no. Ooh, well you're missing out because yeah, in, that's what everyone says uh, I'm not going to spoil it for you then. Okay. but yeah people who've seen it know you know our viewers they know what I'm referring to but essentially, our viewers? yeah. Oh, our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe one day we could film our podcast. Yeah, I'm sure we could, but if, not not in this room. <laughs> <laughs> or in this room, you know, it's kind of like our our jig. Yeah, it's okay. a terrible room. Yeah. We've got a boxing. Yeah, me and my roommate, you know, we got a boxing. Uh, it's a blow up. It's like a blow up doll that they found on the street. It's not a doll though. It's a boxing doll. But I mean, you know. It's real cool. Oh, can... So it is a doll. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let's not let's not diverge. Wait, okay, um, let's get back to um, the theme at hand. Yes. So yeah, um, and so there's an incident that happens at this school, where he he decides one night to go up to this um, other William Wilson. Yeah, this is in part one. Yeah, and he yeah. leans into him and to to play a prank on him, I think. And I think he says he wants to hurt him. Yeah. Well, yeah. well something along those yeah. lines. Yeah. And then he sees he gets he sees his face and he panics totally yeah. and just runs and then yeah. leaves the school. Shock befalls him and yeah, like you said, he leaves the school because of that. Yeah, and, and that's where part one ends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's when and then part one ends and then part two is when he starts uh, going to Eton, which I don't know if you've heard of. It's a very yes. it's a very famous university yeah. in England and Oxford. After that, I think uh, you know. Um, well, I used to read a lot about uh, James Vaughan as well, okay. and I've read the. There's this uh, series of books about his uh, youth, and he went to Eton. Oh, really? Which I thought was cool. Um, anyway, and so he goes to Eton, and he, I mean, he gains power, and he uses a lot of money to, for example, provide for his friends and stuff like that. That's yeah. what he describes. And um, I he think... He gets into, into gambling. And yeah, exactly, gambling, games. and he... He sort of uses his influence on people to yeah. gain this is leverage where he turns from... Sure, he was controlling of these other people, but he wasn't necessarily doing any bad things. But now in part two, we can kind of start to see where he, he's going wrong. Yeah, and this is when he... Uh, so he kind of forces his friend to drink, I think. He, he yeah, feeds him yeah. wine, stuff like that. Yeah. 
and then they start playing card games, but this was all a plan. Uh, no, all that's along. part three. That's at part Oxford. Three? Oh, is it Oxford? Yeah, it's at Oxford. Well, then what happens in Eton? That's a good question. Um, mm. I think... Uh, that seemed, he seemed to laugh at himself. Light in my hand. No, this is still... Oh, part two is still when he's in the school. And then part three, he goes to... Uh, no, he goes to Oxford in part three. It must... Because he leaves the first school. Okay, well, well nothing very significant happens After some two. months at home, doing nothing, I went to study at the famous school of Eton in yeah. part three. Oh. Yeah, so he goes to Eton in part three. That's crazy, really? So does he go to Oxford in the same... When does he go to Oxford? Um, well, he goes to I read to this Oxford. like a few hours ago. He... I really should know. How... You read this? I read this like three days ago. And I remember... Yeah, and this is where he gambles. Okay. But yeah, I was he right. Gambles he gambles at Oxford. Um, no, no, he gambles in Eton. This is where it says. Yeah. And then we were in the room... Yeah. Oxford? See what? This is then, the, yeah. So okay. Oh, so he leaves in part three. He goes to Eton and leaves in the same. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, he goes from Eton to Oxford, <coughs> and basically throughout these places, that um, he gets more and more evil, and and he uses his gambling, for example, to steal yeah. money from his friend by cheating. Yeah. Um, and every time he's doing this really mean stuff. The other William Wilson comes in and yeah. denounces him. In a way. He, he kind of always seems to be there at his worst moments to, yeah. to kind of juxtapose um, his how bad the first William Wilson is to how good the other yeah. one is. Because the other one always kind of comes to save the day. Like, right after he's done something bad. Yeah. yeah. He, he Like literally once when he just scammed this, this guy by cheating at a card game. This uh, the second William Wilson comes in and he's like check check his pockets yeah. and then he's gone again. Yeah, and then he finds the coat exactly the same as his yeah. on the ground. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, he, he, the second William was constantly dressed in the same, looks the same. Yeah, yeah, and the the final meeting that he has with him is in Venice, I believe, when he so he's yeah. at this party and he's dancing and he sees this girl. I think no, he was pursuing her. Yeah. yeah, she's the daughter of sort of the leader. Yeah, some, so some sort of a high political high, figure. Exactly. Yeah. So he goes up. To, well, he's going up to her, and then he gets intercepted by William Wilson because he's about yeah. to do something bad. He he knows it, and this time he he's kind of drunk. Um, yeah. the nor- the, but the he's also one. just so sick of, of, yeah. this, of this guy because constantly it says following he, him. It says he's gone around the world, like yeah. Moscow, yeah. Uh, Italy, Spain, and every time he he gets into a position of power, the other William Wilson yeah. is there to kind of keep yeah, him in check. Once in, he says once in my work and once in love, and both times this other William Wilson kind of ruined that situation. But I think it's fair for us to assume that he was doing bad Something things. Something bad, yeah, yeah, of course. And so he brings him into this small room, and then uh, he takes out his sword and stabs the, I guess, the good William Wilson. Yeah. And, and what happens after that was a little unclear to me. Well, he hears, in uh, like, um, people other people at the party kind of calling, like, what's going on in there, you know? And he turns around and he sees that there's a mirror in the place where the other oh, William right? Wilson was, and a sword is in him. So okay, he's, yeah, he, he right. essentially oh, just stabbed himself. You know what that made me think of? What? Horcruxes. Oh, yeah. that's pretty good. <laughs> Classic Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, and you kind of see it in the illustration. Well, you guys can't see it. We'll describe. Yeah. It's essentially a guy looking at himself, and one of them has been stabbed by a sword. Yeah. But right behind... The guy who's been stabbed, you There's see a, a sort of frame, yeah. and I think that's we a can mirror. assume that's a mirror. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I mean, kind of basically going back to what we were saying before, they're 
they're basically the same person, but just two, yeah. two different parts of, of this one person's personality. And if one dies, the other must die as well. Yeah. And really, by killing the good, I guess we can look at it this way: by killing the good of himself, he killed himself. In quotations. Yeah. He kills his entire. And it side. ends by um, saying, that so he's looking back at uh, at himself in the mirror, and he says, "It was Wilson, but now it my it was my own voice I heard as he said, I have lost. Yet from now on, you are also dead, dead to the world, dead to heaven, dead to hope. In me you lived, and in my death, see by this face, which is your own, how wholly, how completely you have killed yourself." Yeah. So he realizes that he is William Wilson. Yeah. Both of them, and that. Um, but, it's, but it's interesting that that Poe chooses to, to put them in such a, like, oh, what a crazy coincidence that these two guys are like the exact same, they yeah. have the same birthday, but he never actually says they're the same person. Yeah. Until they die, I guess. Yeah. Which is that's kind of when they. And he doesn't. Unify, he doesn't even say you are me. He says your death is my death. Yeah. So. They're connected. Is and, this kind of what we can gather? From yeah. Them. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like this split personality kind of occurred because this guy has too much of an ambition, probably, and that his is maybe his upbringing or something like that prevents him from being so evil. And maybe that's, yeah. or I don't know, or maybe that good William Wilson is kind of regret as a person. I don't know. Yeah. Because clearly he's been preventing himself in the end to do these bad things. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So it's conscious, I guess. Um, but it's. I mean, it's interesting with... Oh, I just completely lost my train of thought. I'm very <laughs> tired. I'm sorry. I don't... What was I going to say? We were talking about death, you know? How yeah. I don't know. Okay, I'm, well, let's continue. Okay. Um, I see... Well, there's a common theme in both these stories, which is death, of course. Mm -hmm. And, like, he, he really describes blood and stuff like that. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe, I mean. Yeah. Um, which I thought was pretty very gruesome. Writer, yeah, exactly. Yeah. For that time as well, I was but, pretty but surprised. Not, not overdone. No, of course, no. but yeah. I feel like for that time, I was like, you know, he's actually pretty descriptive yeah. about what happens. Do you know when this was written? I have no. I can search. I think it up. I think around eighteen. I want to say eighteen hundred. Well, you can. He was born in yeah eighteen oh nine and died in eighteen forty nine. Probably mid eighteen. I guess we can assume it's somewhere in the mid eighteen. Yeah. Oh no, not at so, all. Probably around like 1820. Yeah, but essentially around that time, you yeah. know, so quite a while back. Yeah. Um, but these are all... Um, still pretty applicable, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but he is putting it in, in the time that he, he's contextualizing it with the time he's in. Yeah, know? for sure. All of these, like the sword fighting and all these things, he's yeah. very much writing about his own time. Yeah. Which, like, but, not a lot of writers will do that. Yeah. They'll, they'll usually, like a lot of writers now, will write about the 80s or the 90s. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's quite a... It's, I think it's just difficult to, to write about Yeah, because now. I because feel like... Just, yeah. I've been thinking about that because, of course, as you guys know, you know, I want to write a story at some point. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, what time I want to write this in, for example. Mm -hmm. I feel like, the, for me at least, this time is much less interesting to write about. But I don't know. I but think, I think maybe it's, it's always going to be like Exactly. That. Maybe yeah. it's the time you live in is just a time that you don't really... Well, because you live in it, you can't really explore that much, you know? But why is that? Because... Maybe it's because a time needs to culturally, like have some time to culturally set and, and be kind of ingrained into people's minds before you can, you can put a set of characters. And I think also, um, for example, in movies, let's take an example, only like good movies remain till the next generation. For example, all the bad stuff, all the bad movies and stuff like that that came out in those times, I don't, I've never watched them. You know? no I only watch the perfect them. movies or the ones that yeah. really remain. I, it will probably this, be the same about this time, you know. We're we're experiencing there are all of it. There are probably people writing books now, but they're just 
no one wants to read book. I wouldn't want to read a book. Me neither. It's now. like, oh, he took out his phone. I'm yeah. like, do I really want to read about that? And no. that's probably how people were feeling back then. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, also, I guess this time isn't very specific. Like, sword fighting and stuff, it... it it's from the 1800s to way time. back. So yeah, I guess maybe that true. time didn't have a really personal thing. Yeah. Um, he also writes, apparently he likes uh, Venice and like masks and stuff like that. Because yeah. that's both deaths. In the first uh, um, short story, the death happens in a dance, which is kind of like a Venice that's with masks. And, and, there's mask a mask, and it, the story is called The Mask of the Red Death. Yeah. Exactly. And in the second one, he dies in Venice, I believe, in, mm-hmm. in um, during a party with masks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I guess the epicenter of masks. Maybe say, yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. Maybe it was a real intrigue at the time, like those that 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 society, yeah. you know. And it also allows a writer to kind of because I've, I've oh he's I've, American. Oh really? I had no idea. I thought he was English. But it kind of a mask allows allows for a lot of different things. That, I, that's, it's always it, interesting. It kind of makes a person into a blank slate almost. Exactly, they can be whatever they want to be yeah. under that mask. Ooh, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it that I heard? Oh, Bob Dylan did this tour where he oh. would uh, paint his face. Oh, maybe tell the uh, the listeners who Bob Dylan is. Are you kidding? I feel like you're pretty passionate about that guy. Everybody knows who Bob Dylan is. Okay. Get real. I don't know him that much. Anyway, I watched this documentary on Netflix. Um, it was called The Rolling Thunder Review. Uh, it was a tour he did a long time ago. And he would, he would paint his face and the rest of the musicians would paint their face as well. And in an interview he said... Someone who's wearing a mask never lies to you. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, that just kind of made me think of this. Okay, I see. That's pretty mm. interesting. Yeah. And I guess... I mean, in, they probably the, should, but... In, yeah, I know. <laughs> in the case of the, the Mask of the Red Death, that is, you know... It's pretty applicable. never going to lie, this, this red, this it's masked right. person. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they made movies or anything about, Ed, uh, about Ed, Edgar Allan Poe. I'm sure there's some documentaries. He's very well known. Yeah, because Did you watch the... No, of course not. <laughs> okay. Uh, Assuming. Because it's on Netflix. Uh, I have it? Netflix now. What are you yeah, but you about? haven't watched the, all, the whole back catalog. Well, of course not. Uh, what's it called? The, some of the A series of unfortunate events. Oh, I... I know, I don't not think I've Not the movie, it. but the, the series. Wait, w- w- tell me the premise. It's uh, these three kids. And yeah, I have kids. watched it. Yeah, with uh, the guy who plays Barney Stinson. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that guy. I've seen, it. I've seen the first two seasons. I thought it was very good. Yeah. But it's quite repetitive. So uh, then I got kind of bored. Yeah. They well, do... Anyway, ref- but there's this character in there. Okay. Whose name is Poe. Oh, yeah. Poe, the, 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 the bank, bank clerk. So he's the bank clerk who looks after three orphans after they've... The parents yeah. have well, died. he doesn't look after them. But he's kind well, of he, in charge of making he's, sure oh, they're brought to He's so irritating. Yeah. as He's so dumb. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that his, his name is derived from Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, that'd yeah. be interesting. Yeah, because they do have a lot... Like the Baudelaire's, which yeah, is a famous exactly. French writer... Um, oh, is that so? Yeah, he's very good. Oh, wow. uh, you should, we should, oh, we're going to read that yeah? for our okay, next that'd be great. Um, Yeah, I'll pick a Dutch writer. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, well, your your mom gave me very kindly some Dutch poetry, yeah. I think. Oh, with, did she? Uh, English no, your mom gave me French poetry. poetry. Yeah, our moms are so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my mom has listened to episode 10, so she'll probably be my listening. My listened to episode 10 as well. Nice. Uh, our only two viewers. Yeah, they just listened to it 20 <laughs> times. <laughs> Though I do think people in my class at uni now have started listening to it a bit. Oh, really? Maybe um, we should just kind of throw it out there on like some sort of university page of ooh, sorts. That'd be yeah. nice. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Just to get those listens up. Gotta get those views. Yeah. We're about to make some money. <laughs> in like two we're, years. We're really not. No. We're, we're, I, I mean, I think we can, we can only start making money at like 
hundred plus episodes. We'll see. We'll see. And we'll be I, there we within don't a do year. It. Okay. <laughs> we'll still be consistent. In your first two weeks, we I can. hope so. I hope we can. I really want to, but I feel like we have time, so we'll probably For, be able yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, people are always complaining. I don't have time. In reality, you spend a few hours a day just sitting at home, not doing God, it. I get so mad at people. Yeah. They're like, oh, we have so much homework and yeah. stuff. I'm like, if you actually worked from the time you got home to the time you went to sleep, you'd have no problem. It's yeah. like they go you, on their if phone. You, if you just do that for like five hours a week, yeah. you're done. You're d- you, know, you could it. do it in one day if yeah. you really wanted yeah. to. But it's just like people like, oh, YouTube, you know, Facebook. Yeah. I do that sometimes I as well, you know? I was about to say, yeah, being very hypocritical. Yeah, of course. But yeah. for example, this year, I feel like I've been much more productive. That's I've, good. I've been yeah. able to like get home and I'm like, okay, I'll finish my work. And then after that, I'll watch a movie or something, you know, That's but great. not yeah. until I'm done, Yeah. which I'm trying to commit to because it's like, might as well do the homework now before it's like right. 10 and then I'll be tired. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And I might as well do it, like watch a movie when I'm tired and work when I'm not. I agree. I agree. Um, apart from stating the obvious, when are we talking around here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I feel like university... Yeah, we could find like a page or something. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, but I'm already enjoying like putting it on Spotify. Me too. Like sometimes yeah. I click on it on Spotify. I'm like, yeah. whoa. Yeah, like it's, this it's, is... It says like new episodes. And it has a little description like, love yeah, ya. It says I'm like, the, yeah, whoa. Like, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that kind of... Conc- I don't have much more to say concludes about... Concludes about uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Um, yeah. 30 minutes. I think that's a good... That's a pretty good cut off time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you, are you enjoying your English course? I'm, I'm actually, I've recently started absolutely loving it. Really? Because so you were like great. on the edge at one yeah. point. But because now you're enjoying it, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's so great because I just, well, today, for example, I had a, I had a, a seminar about uh, sentence structure, which oh. sounds very bland, but yeah. in reality, it's very, it's very interesting. And yeah. You can, there's almost endless amounts of detail you can go into with a sentence. That's great. And what's going on, you know? And then, but then I also have literature courses which are obviously my favorite, where I yeah, read books. You, you just kind of read books and short stories, and then you write about them, and you discuss them. and That's so cool. Yeah, that's, and that's really great, and that's kind of what you would want from an English course, I yeah, think. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, um, how about your law course? How are you feeling? Well, I was it? surprised, to be honest, by how interested I am in law, because mm. I thought it'd be some, like, boring... And, right. and some, some aspects of it are, of course, like, sure, yeah. if you take administrative law, it's, yeah. it's really boring. It's like bureaucracy and stuff like that. This week we did criminal law, which was fascinating, mm. and um, just in general, I there's like after I like I leave a law course, for example, I go into the street, I'm biking or something. Everything is governed by law. Like I'm like red light, you know, like who put it there, who got the authorization to do that. If right. I skip it, I get a fine, you know, all that stuff, and it's really interesting. You start thinking, you kind of you start to contextualize your life based on things. Exactly. Like yeah. I walk into my house, I'm like, oh, this must have cost so much to make. You know, yeah. what law authorized to make? It's just very interesting, and it's like... But that can also get a little tired. For sure, but I feel like also the fact that I'm doing uh, international makes it Mm -hmm. even more broad than normal law. For sure. So I I definitely want to pursue this uh, later in life. Well, that's great. I guess we're both very happy. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to... Because we've got exams coming up, and not all too long, but yeah... um, I think we wanted... I definitely want to do a novel again at some point. Yeah, for sure. I feel like we'll do short stories for now and then yeah. one point we'll... Yeah, maybe, or we could do it at the same time, you know, like read yeah, a novel and then short stories, short stories yeah. and then we finish the novel and, and we do th- the novel. We can have like a month allotted and throughout that we just do short stories. I for sure. That could be doable. We're, we're also planning on doing maybe uh, like branching out, maybe doing TV shows that we really like or stuff like that. Yeah. We're not sure. Maybe also movies. just because it's fun to talk about. Yeah, or know? maybe just updates on our lives like we just did. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, it's very... I mean, at the end of the day, this is our podcast and we can do what we want. Yeah, you, know? you, ca- you guys can't tell us anything. Yeah. All those hate comments. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. For this week's podcast. Episode 11. Yeah. It's a wrap. Follow us on Twitter. Instagram. Facebook. Spotify. And a bunch of other websites, apparently. There's I searched a- up our name on Google. Yeah. A bunch of websites, like oh, really? podcasts. And stuff. I could actually see who listens on what. Really? And in what countries. That's so cool. Yeah. What's the weirdest country you've found so far? Um, there's some people in Chile. Okay, well, Chilean viewers, hello, you know. Some people in Peru. That's pretty cool. Wow. Uh, I think someone from, or like 1% was from Brazil or something like that. That's pretty, I don't know. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I thought so too. And and like a pretty large percentage is in the the United States. Really? Yeah. Wow. I got some American viewers. I don't know anyone in the United States, you know. So that's, it's so cool to think that. Well, thank you, unknown viewer, for being here. Yeah. Stop calling them viewers. Ah, shh. We can swear. Yeah. Shit. (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week. See ya.